Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 391. And I think I'm going to call it Mindset Shift about space saving and storage solutions. Yeah, this is where the big ad dollars go, right? Like we're coming up on the end of the year. Nobody cares about organizing right now. But oh my word, come December 26th or honestly, December 25th, about five o'clock in the evening. People start caring and people start advertising and it is all about organization. But the thing is when they're advertising their organization stuff, they're generally advertising things using words like space saving, storage solutions, increase your space, all that kind of stuff. Like space is a real buzzword in all of these advertisements. Okay. But they're generally, it it is stuff with lots of little pockets or, uh, I know that's not the right word, little, you know, squares, little things, and you can put all these neat little, you know, things in. And it's like, here is not only a tub, but it's this whole system within the tub that makes all these other little spaces and you can put all of your stuff in there. And it's, this is a space saving design. Now, what does that mean? Here, here's what I'm going to assume normal people are thinking when they hear space saving storage solutions, right? And this is valid for them because this is the way they think. And I think this is how we're supposed to think, right? They're thinking, oh, good. That means I could use that to store my stuff in a smaller space So that the rest of my house is available for the things that it needs to be available for, like, you know, the humans who live in it and all that kind of stuff. The problem is, then there's people like me, right? And so I used to see all of that advertising and I would think space saving, yes, maximize my space. That is what I I need something to maximize my space because you know what I don't have enough of? I don't have enough space, y'all. Like I have told y'all, whenever I tell the container concept, I'm like, I thought my house was too small. I thought that I didn't have the square footage in my home to be able to have a home that was under control. I didn't realize it was just because the amount of stuff that I was trying to keep was both too much for the actual space that I had, but also too much for me, too much for me and my personality. We'll get into that in a minute. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So when I would see maximizing your space, that felt like it was scratching all the itches I had, right? Like that felt like the thing that I should be looking for, aiming toward all that right? But when I thought of that, 
And when I visualized how this maximizing my space was going to play out in my home, what I was envisioning was not so that I can minimize the amount of space I'm using for storage. Instead, it was, let me maximize my space in a way where I can keep all of my stuff. And so while someone else might envision if I'm maximizing the space, then that keeps it over in this one little corner. In my mind, oh, okay, well, then I'm going to get 15 of those maximizing my space because I've got all this room. You know, this, in my mind, it didn't keep the stuff the storage things out of, you know, the bedrooms or the uh, living room or, you know, the office. Oh, goodness. Those of us who really struggle with clutter, offices, craft rooms, things like that. It just feels like it could be storage, right? Like it feels like this space exists. So therefore, I should maximize the space in it so I can keep more stuff. And so that's how my stuff will finally be organized. That's how my house will finally be under control. So um, one story that I'm not sure if I've told it here on the podcast, but I had a video come out. I don't know when. Y'all, time has no meaning, right, anymore? Um, I had this video come out on YouTube and I talked about a dragon head. And some of y'all are like, what in the world? Did I, it sounded like she said dragon head. <laughs> that makes no sense. No, it really was though. Like we had gotten it when um, I had gone to Hong Kong when I was in college with my parents. And so uh, I, I got this dragon head. I won't go into all of it. But anyway, that's the story. So I had this thing and I had carted it around for years because I got it when I was in college, well before I was married. So I mean, like it went to all the different places that I lived, this dragon head had gone from place to place to place. And so in this house, I was like, yeah, I don't want to stick stuff in the attic. First of all, I still don't know where the attic access actually is. Uh, but I don't want to put things in the attic. So therefore, you know, if I don't have an actual place where I would look for something first, I'm I'm not going to keep it, you know? And and when I, I actually tried putting it on display, because it's cool. It was this really, I mean, it's like actual can fit over your head and it's meant to be in the the parade, you know, and like where it's, one person has the dragon head and the rest is like their body of the thing. Anyway, but I went and I, I tried to display it because I thought this really, well, it's not, it was like bright oranges, greens, pinks, things like that, that just, they didn't go. I didn't like it once I displayed it. And so once I had tried to display it and then realized, oh yeah, I'm, I don't need to do that. I decided I'm going to get rid of it. Will I regret it? I'm sure I will at some point, but it's fine, right? Like it's fine. I'm I'm fine. And I, I made this choice because I went ahead and tried it and I did that. Well, this dragon head, you know, I'd made a video about how I'd made this decision to, to get rid of it and how it was difficult. And I had a couple of people, I think, who responded to the video saying, but what about your new office? You've got your new office space. And I had done some videos from in here and I'm in here right now. I'd done some videos in here and, you know, it's, it's pretty open, right? And they said, why can't you uh, keep it? Because you have the space for it now. And I was like, well, but, but that's not what that space is for, right? Like I have come a long way to not think that way way anymore because the person leaving that comment, that's exactly how I used to think. If there's space, even though there technically wasn't, but if there's any physical, actual room, then I should be able to keep this thing. 
I just need to get organized. I just need a better solution. I just need a better way to, you know, put all these things in all these little different places and stuff like that. But I've changed the way I view that now. Like I now, after years of decluttering, after getting stuff out slowly, but surely tons of stuff and experiencing the value of plain, open space with nothing in it. And I don't mean nothing, nothing. I just mean like there being space. Like I'm looking, I'm in my office right now and I'm looking at the corner and there is absolutely a spot on the floor where I could have stuck that dragon head box. But I don't want a dragon head box there because that space on the floor, I like it with nothing in it. And I know that that can be an adjustment for a lot of people who are used to every single space being full. But over time, I have come to realize, no, what goes in that space is nothing. Therefore, it is not a space for the dragon head. This space that I have out here is my office. It is my work space. I record podcasts. I often do videos out here. I do my live Q and A's. I do zoom calls. I do all the kinds of things here in this space. And I don't even get me wrong. I am so incredibly grateful for it. And I know, wow, it's a big deal that I have this now, but that is its purpose. Its purpose is for me to be able to do the things that I need to do out here. And if I start to think of it as it's extra space and I could just put stuff there, then when I have to make a video and you see that part of the office, well, then I would have to move the dragon head out of the way, right? For it to have the look that I wanted it to have. And then not only that, of course, the reality is that I know myself and if I let myself start thinking of it that way, well, then everything's just going to be able to drift out here to the office, right? So instead it's like, no, this is the office. The office is not a storage space for random things. It is not a place, even though it is a place, it is not a place where I can put the dragon head. Okay. All right. So anyway, that that's the difference in mindset. Okay. Is when we, and I'm speaking as myself, when we, as the people who are amazingly lovely and fun and hilarious and a blast to be around and all that kind of stuff who like our stuff and who have ended up with clutter because we don't naturally think of limits and boundaries and things like that. When we hear maximizing space, we think, oh, okay, then I'm going to do that everywhere. Like uh, then, you know, I have tons of stuff. So if this thing says it maximizes space, then I probably need 20 of these things, right? Well, that's automatically overwhelming anyway, right? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. 
having someone to talk to like a better help therapist can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style, gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So realizing the goal there, okay, but then also to realize it is rarely my goal to maximize my space. So I turned around as I was, you know, writing down some notes for this podcast, which I know some of you are like, huh, doesn't really sound like she has notes for this podcast. So as I was working on this, as I was going through my notes, I turned around and I was like, yeah, I know I have my audio stuff and little bits and pieces for video making in the cabinet behind me. I know that's where they are. That's where I look for them first when I need the microphones that go with this camera, whatever, I know exactly where to go. And I turned around and I looked and I went, yeah, I can see everything there. I can access everything, but this space is not maximized. There are no 
extra shelves that I've put in there. There are no bins that I put in there. Some people might look at it and go, oh, this needs to get organized, except that there's very little in there. I'm looking at it now, and I would say that 60% of the actual space on the shelves has nothing on it. The top shelf has about seven things on it, and the bottom shelf has three things on it. Everything can be seen. Everything can be accessed. Everything can be easily put back without causing a crap lanch. Okay. Like that is organized. I know where things are. I know exactly where to go. I can open up the cabinet. I can find it. Has that space been maximized? No, but I don't need it to be because I have decluttered to the point where I only have whatever that number was, eight things that need to go in this space. So I am not maximizing space, but that works better for my personality. And that's the key here is the clutter threshold. Okay. It is better for me to have less stuff so that a shelf that can't be moved and shifted and, you know, pulled out and then left outside of the cabinet as easily as all the bins and things or, you know, some sort of system with tons of little drawers in it or whatever. This shelf is is pretty substantial and it's just there, right? So me and my, you know, it's just going to stay there. I'm not going to end up, you know, shoving it and messing it up and all that kind of stuff. It is better for the shelf itself to be the place where I put things than it is for me to have all these, you know, little nooks and crannies and things where I can stick stuff and then it gets overwhelming within that. Okay. So just having fewer things works for my clutter threshold. All right. That's, that's what I'm talking about here is this idea of it's so appealing to think I'm going to maximize my space. But as I have decluttered and as I have gotten my house to a point where I can handle it easily, I've realized I don't want to maximize my space or maximizing my space means something very different to me than it did before. Now I want to maximize my space, meaning I'm going to use as little as possible of it for storage. I want to maximize my open space. I want to create as much open space for living, for moving, for playing, for doing the things that I want to do, for more people to come over, more people to come over more easily. I want, that's what I want to maximize. I want to maximize my open space, not maximize my space for the purpose of keeping more stuff. Okay. Because I never thought of it correctly. And Now I realize my clutter threshold is low and it is just super easy, so much easier for me to just have less stuff. Okay. Just to be clear, your clutter threshold, in case this is your first time, welcome. Your clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that you personally can easily keep under control. So for me, I have one clutter threshold. My mom has a very high clutter threshold. She can have a lot of stuff. She can have the nooks and crannies. She can have the really cool system and it not then turn into piles or move and move its way into her, you know, spaces where she needs to be using for people to sit and do the things that they need to do. You know, like her dining table is not always covered with stuff, you know? So it's like, 
she can handle more stuff. I can't handle as much stuff. So it's because I can't handle as much stuff. I need to have less stuff. That's how, that's my solution for that. Okay. Here's another example from a YouTube video. I know some of y'all watch YouTube videos in this, but it's a story that fits well in here. Um, so I recently went from two shelves above my washer and dryer to one shelf because I realized that I was really sick and tired of not being able to open my, um, washing machine lid. So we had moved in here, the space that we had, which is kind of a walkthrough for our washer and dryer was, uh, not big enough for the washer and dryer that we actually had. Okay. And it was very frustrating, very, very frustrating. But because of that, uh, we'd had to turn the washing machine sideways. And then there was a shelf that kept us from being able to all the way open up the washing machine lid. Now we could still put stuff in it. We could still get stuff out, but it was a huge pain because we couldn't actually just like open it and it stay open, you know, while we're doing the work. So it's like we had to hold it open with one hand or we had to twist. and Anyway, it was such a pain. And I went on for like a year and a half before I realized, wait a minute, there's two shelves up there, but in reality, one of those shelves needs to go. The bottom shelf needs to go so that I can open this thing up. And so I looked at the two shelves worth of stuff. And instead of saying, oh no, what am I going to do with this stuff? I just said, no, this space truly only has one shelf. It just has one shelf. It is not a double shelf space because the double, this bottom shelf keeps me from being able to live my life and open up my washing machine lid. Okay. I needed the space to live. I needed the washing machine lid to be able to open and stay open. And so maximizing that space and being able to keep as much as I could there, you know, being able to keep as much as I could there was not maximizing that space. I needed to maximize what I could do in that space, how I could live in that space. I needed that shelf to be gone. And so instead of thinking, well, then how can I, you know, keep all this stuff? I just said, well, this is my container. The single shelf is my container. So it all needs to fit on there. And if it doesn't fit, it needs to go. Okay. And amazingly, as it always happens, it was easy to do once I did that. Once I thought of it that way, it was extremely simple to realize, oh, there's stuff on that top shelf that either I wouldn't look for here or is an obvious donation that can go or is trash. And now there's space for a lot of the stuff on this bottom shelf to go up there. But as I'm doing that, I realize there's stuff on the bottom shelf that can just go to. And it was a very simple solution, but it was, it was realizing that maximizing this space was not about keeping more stuff. It was about being able to function in this space. Okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. 
Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So let's talk about storage solutions too. So when you have storage solutions, again, This is a big buzzword that's going to be coming up in the next couple of months as we head into organizing season in January. Okay, so this is your heads up to be ready for these advertising things, right? Because I know it feels like, what am I missing here in my house that is unorganized? I must be missing these really cool storage solutions. That must be it. And that I know, I mean, storage solutions is one of those highly Googled terms that I sometimes get frustrated because I'm like, but that's not what I talk about. And I'm like, and yet I talk about decluttering and that has actually solved my storage problems. Decluttering has been the solution for my storage problems. I don't have storage problems because I just got rid of most of it. Okay. So I start to think about these things differently. So the first thing to say is declutter first. Okay, this goes with the same as the maximizing space, space saving, blah, blah, blah. Declutter first. Before you worry about how am I going to deal with these things, just declutter first. Use my five-step decluttering process. You can get it at slobcomesclean.com slash five, F-I-V-E, if you want to get the printable when you sign up for my newsletter, which I haven't sent out my newsletter in a while because I've been a little overwhelmed. But anyway, sorry. So I've had several people reach out about that and I feel really bad, but it's coming soon, coming back again soon. Um, But declutter first. Just go through the space before you ever think about what do I need in this space? Think about what do I not need in this space? But I don't even have to, you don't even have to ask yourself, what do I not need? You just go through the process. You look for the trash because you don't need the trash, right? Like we're talking obvious trash. Get the trash out. Okay. Oh, what in here actually should be somewhere else? What's easy? What has an established home somewhere else? Okay. So you get that out get out the donations. You know, this is the process that you do to get the stuff out. And then you get, you know, down to those last two steps, which really deals with this actual space that you're in. So declutter first before you do any solving of storage space solution problem things. Okay. Like declutter first. As I decluttered, I completely changed my view of storage. First of all, I realized that just getting rid of the things I didn't need made it to where I could manage the things that I did have and that I kept and that I needed. Like I was fine. Just decluttering achieved what I had always wanted from organizing. That is my charge to you, although I don't like to tell anybody what to do because you do what you want to do in your house. But that is the thing that made the biggest difference for me was for me to say, I'm just going to declutter. When I realized decluttering and organizing are not the same thing. And so many times what we're talking about here with the maximizing space and the storage solutions, that's organizing. Decluttering and organizing are not the same thing. You have to declutter first because organizing will never work if you don't declutter first. So go ahead and get that stuff out. Okay, get that stuff out of here. And as you do that, as I saw how much easier it was to function, 
when I had less in my house, when I had things in the place where I would look for it first so that then they were in the place where I looked for it first, right? So I was finding things. I knew what I had. I could access it. I could easily put it back because there wasn't all this excess. It changed how I thought about storage. So I now think of storage as I'm just going to store something if it's something that actually does get used, just not all the time. So I don't store things just because I want to keep them, okay? If I really want to keep it, not that I can't skip something. I'm a big fan of skipping something. If you're stuck, just move on to the next thing and you can come back to that again later or not, but you'll be better off just because you kept on decluttering, right? But when I look at something, I don't ask myself how I feel about it. I don't ask myself, do I want it? I don't ask myself, should I keep it? I just ask myself, where would I look for it first? And then I go to that place and is there any room for it? And if there isn't, am I willing to get rid of something to make there room for it or not? But that solves so much of that, oh, I want it. So I need to store it. And it just becomes this either boxes full of randomness or closets full of randomness or garages full of randomness or storage units or whatever. All of these things are how I used to think. Like I just need a place for all my stuff. And instead it was like, no, I need a place to live and I don't want my stuff to take up the space that we need to live. Okay. So if I'm going to store it, it's because there's a reason to store it. Like where would I look first for my, trying to think off the top of my head, my winter gloves. You know, I'm not going to look for those in the summer, but I will sure look for them when it's time for winter gloves. So where would I look first for my winter gloves? Okay. That's where it's going to go. That's where it's being stored. And when I start to think of it that way, like Christmas decorations or, or whatever it is, those things, as, as I think of it that way, then those things are, are very narrowed down. They become, you know, put into a spot because this is the spot where I would look for this first. And generally they can fit then in a much smaller space than what I had thought that they needed. Okay. When they were just large amounts of stuff that just all got put in random places. Now it's like, okay, I've been taking all of my stuff that's Christmas decorations. When I ask myself, where would I look for the ornaments first? Where would I look for the tree first? Where would I look for the door hanging first, whatever. It's generally in the same spot. So that spot is going to determine how much of that stuff I can keep. And that becomes a natural storage thing. And it becomes really obvious. Like go ahead and declutter first, live with it for a while. After you've decluttered, it will become obvious. Oh, you know, what would be really helpful here is a bin for these things, because I know that I am down to an amount I can handle and I'm down to just the stuff I would actually look for in this space. And it would be helpful to have this bin. But when you first start out by buying the solutions before you've actually decluttered, you don't even know what it is that you're solving yet. Okay. All right. So storing with a purpose, not for keeping more stuff, space to live is more helpful to me than storage. Okay. One example is a playroom versus play space. This was transformational for me. I get a lot from people, you know, questions about playrooms and, you know, toy storage and things like that. I had a disastrous, like before I started this desobification process, oh my word, 
our playroom was an actual disaster. Like nobody wanted to go in there. Nobody. It was scary. It was knee deep, literally knee deep in stuff. And so I, I decluttered, I decluttered and I decluttered and I decluttered some more and then I decluttered some more and then I decluttered some more. And what we finally landed on that we could handle and that my kids ultimately enjoyed so much more and actually played out there was a play space. It had minimal stuff in it. And instead it was set up to play in. Like there was room, like the goal was if you go to this space, you've got room to play. You've got open space to play. Okay. Space has value for what it is. Open space to be able to move and do the things that you need to do. Uh, Being available for play or for bodies or not like dead bodies, like bodies of people living life. You know what I mean, right? Or for rearranging things if you need to for, you know, spur of the moment, hey, we want to do this. So we're going to move this around, whatever. That's fine. It's a whole lot easier when there's open space to move things around in or just for general ease of life, nothing to dust, nothing to randomly put something down on, uh, nothing to have to deal with and manage and all that. So it's this mindset shift that I hope is helpful for y'all. I know for me, this is one of the big shifts for me over time that I have had is first I decluttered. Okay. So if you're just like, I don't know what she's talking about, just declutter. Okay. Just go ahead and declutter, get rid of stuff, experience what it's like to live in a home with less stuff and more space. Experience that it's easier when you're not bumping into things experience that you don't have to be constantly dealing with stuff because there is less stuff. Okay. Experience how much easier it makes your life and keep decluttering, keep decluttering, keep decluttering, and you will start to appreciate the space more than the stuff. And then when you're comparing these two things, you're like, well, I've only got room for either a place to sit down and be comfortable and it aesthetically is pleasing and I enjoy it or my rock collection from Girl Scout camp 1987. You know, those are the two things that you're comparing. Which one do I want? Do I want the rock collection that I've never looked at, but I just happen to randomly uncover it at my mom's house or whatever? Or do I want to be able to sit comfortably and enjoy my space and do the things that I envisioned myself doing when I moved into this place. Okay. All right. I hope that's helpful. I don't know y'all. My brain. It's been rough lately, but anyway, uh, I will talk to y'all later.